What's up, everybody? Just a couple quick notes at the top. Thank you again so much for listening. The merch store is fully operational now. You want to show your support for Brennan Tassif is your ex-drinking buddy podcast. Go to brennantcomedy.com slash merch store. We've got hats. We've got beanies. We've got shirts. Check it out. Also, subscribe on Patreon if you can. Patreon.com forward slash Brennan Tassif. I really hope you enjoy the episode. Grab me a beer and grab me a coat. We about to sit for an hour bullshit and tell jokes. And please don't mix it up because he didn't sober up. Brandon T. Comedy on your social media feeds. And Brandon Tassif is your ex drinking buddy. Brandon Tassif is your ex drinking buddy. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another edition of Brennan Tassif is your ex-drinking buddy. I'm your host, Brennan Tassif. Quick rundown of the show if you are new to the show. I'm sober now, but one of my favorite things to do when I was out drinking, partying, and getting in trouble was to hang out with friends, talk shit, talk shop, reminisce about old stories about getting in trouble, doing drugs, partying, drinking. I'm going to be joined by a guest most weeks. This week is no different. Joined by graphic designer, musician, and comedian... All the way from Orlando, Florida, Billy Myers. <laughs> Full disclosure, we're doing this in front of an audience. First live podcast. It makes it better uh, because I, I don't want them to laugh, but I want them to laugh like church laugh. <laughs> They're just trying to keep quiet. This is going to be fun. So, Billy, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. You are from Orlando. You do comedy. Uh, yeah, those are both things about me. You you did uh, music before comedy, correct? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I did that for a while. Yeah, I've been in bands since I was like 16 and toured a lot um, all over the country and signed a couple times and been in some magazines. and There you go. Done some things and that and a nickel and I'd have a nickel. <laughs> So how did you get how did you get in from music to comedy? I'm I'm a I was always the front man in bands I was in. Fuck yeah, you were. Uh, so I'm I just used to dealing with the crowd, you know, talking to the audience. So uh, I I like comedy, um, and I had done it a few times off and on before that. I had done like. Um, Cause I went to middle school and high school with like Larry Fulford. And oh really? Okay. Yeah. So like when he first started out, I would go to the, I would go to the mics where it's like, uh, him and like Alex Luchin and Nick Pupo, um, Orlando comics. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All the, all the like OG dudes and, uh, Ross McCoy. Yeah. I know Ross. Um, and, uh, we, so I, I would do it a handful of times then. And then I'd stopped for a while and I just, I just like entertaining people. That's that's really it. I have a I have a horrible need for attention. Uh, <laughs> Don't and, we all? And my mental illness allows me to find humor in dark spots. So it's something to get it out because therapy is expensive. That's true. Therapy is very expensive. You did mention you toured all over the country. I have done that. Playing rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. Rock the roll. last the last tour we went on. Um, was with Zach, actually. Zach Bennett, uh, Zach, friend of the show, Zach, been Zach on here. Bennett, Godfather of Daytona of Comedy. Shit. <laughs> Fucking flea market ass mother. All right, we'll move on. We're we're going through a time loop, even though we're all here together now. Time isn't real. 
It's a man-made invention. That's that's factual. But I did ask you guys to think of some of your most fun kind of stories. Now, I'd assume <laughs> someone coming off the road as much as you've been on it, you would have quite a few. I have a bunch. Tales of... What kind of story do you want to hear, Brennan? <laughs> there are some happy ones. There are some sad ones. Let's go there sad. Are some I like near death ones. Ooh, let's go near death. Let's do oh, that first. Uh, all right. Um, switch which one. Uh, <laughs> all right. I hate the entire state of Arizona because I was stuck in Tucson. For five fucking days. Really? Yeah. Our van set on fire. What? Yeah. Um, we were we were traveling. We were supposed to hit up like we had had to go through a series of bad shows because we knew this week of shows that we were approaching were all really well paying fun gigs. Okay. You know. So you had to do the shitty ones to get to the good yeah. ones. Yeah. But our van uh, set on fire. While we were driving it. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, like we're in like Las Cruces or something. Like, and like uh, some some Mexican dudes just drove up, like total stereotype, yeah. like in the lowrider. They're just like, hey, S.A., you're on fire. Okay. Like just, and drove off. And then, yeah. So we tried to get as close to a city as we could. How'd you put um, it out? We didn't. Um, we got to a point where we were pulled off and we had called the nearest like AAA, you know, place or whatever. We were like, we can get to you, but we can't go any further than that. Yeah. They were like, we're like a mile away. So we get off and I am at this point, like diehard style, like the van door is open. Jesus. And I'm just like throwing water on the tire. So the tire was on every fire. couple feet. No, the fucking like the drum or whatever. OK, the, the, I don't know cars, uh, but there was like the, a piece of like the axle and there's a drum that's on fire. It's OK, like that's what's on fire. The, yeah. So I'm just kind of like aiming for where I can see the fire, which is near the back tire, just throwing water on it. Um, and we get they gave us wrong directions. They told oh us my to God. turn a mile like left and we should have. And I almost got a, uh, like we, our motto had been just like at that point, just like Burt fucking Reynolds, let's do this. It didn't make any sense to anybody but us, but it was how we, how we kept alive. Uh, Burt fucking yeah. Reynolds. So we were at that point. We were just like, look, here's what we can do. We can like haul ass and like tuck and roll out of it. Tell them to get some fire extinguishers ready. <laughs> We're just going to tuck and roll out of it once we pull into their parking lot. Or we can call a tow truck. And uh, we were all like, yeah, tuck and roll. Like, okay, yeah. Burt fucking Reynolds. Yeah. Let's do this. We're a rock and, and roll I, tour. I almost got a tattoo on my, like, a tramp stamp that was just, like, his hat and mustache. Nothing else? It was just, let's fucking do this. Damn, so you almost died in Tucson, Arizona. Yeah, so we had to stay there for five fucking days. Oh, while they repaired uh, because, the van? Yeah, it was like Labor Day weekend, and like there was, it's a small-ass town, so they didn't, like, nobody was open. They couldn't get the part. And so just we kept getting stuck there for day after day after day after day. Did you end up 
did you end up missing gigs because of it? We had to cancel about, yeah, we ended up like we had to cancel obviously all five of those shows. And then we had two others and we decided instead to like cancel those two and then head straight up to like Boise, I think Boise, Idaho, because uh, like there's another Boise. Like, yeah, that right. was a weird correction. Um, <laughs> Boise, Indiana. Yeah, like B- Boise, New Jersey. Like, <laughs> yeah, we went. So we went up there because um, our label was having a uh, like a uh, an event. Okay. So the, the, our label people would actually be there. So if we made it to that gig, we knew we'd make. More than enough money. Yeah, to get to get back home, and uh, we saw the Grand Canyon. Um, there's actually a video on the internet somewhere of me because we kept breaking uh, all the rules at the Grand Canyon and just climbing onto like cliffs and like oh my the God. pointy parts that you're not supposed to. Well, we saw a Frenchman do it. <laughs> and patriotism kicked in it was like not on my watch frog <laughs> so we climbed out there and there's a video somewhere on the youtube where it's just me standing on the precipice of fucking disaster just like 10 10 toes out on the edge of right it. on like the you edge will never feel smaller in your life god that just gives me anxiety thinking about it it's great dude no i totally understand but also it'll it'll change your headspace (laughs) like i'm fucking you are a speck of dust on a mountain son we have people on here all the time talk about psychedelics and mushrooms and lsd changes their perspective yeah but standing on the precipice of the grand canyon yeah that'll really change your perspective so will the mushrooms though (laughs) And the acid. I like those things. So you've done those? Yeah, I, dude, I've you've probably seen me do a set tripping. We actually, <laughs> funny enough, just talked about this last week with our guest, Andre, how he was unable to do a set tripping. He just couldn't, oh, couldn't do it. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm four for four on it so far. You told us. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. It was okay last week. It wasn't great. I had hours. Yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> see, that was like, you're going to have to edit that out. I know. That's going to be worthless. <laughs> I'm going to go back and fix it. <laughs> um, or I might just leave it in. This is the podcast. Yeah, no, I, um, I, I've, done, I've done a bunch of sets tripping at this point. Did you used to uh, get fucked up when you would perform uh, when you were doing music? No, uh, well, okay. I didn't start doing drugs until I was in my 30s. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Um, because I was in... Uh, I find that fascinating. Didn't you say you started... You were in band since you were like 16? 16. Yeah. Yeah, and I was I was straight edge for years. Really? Years and years. Yeah, I didn't start drinking until I was like, I don't know, 24 or 25. Um, that just seems that... I mean, obviously, that's just crazy to me because I see you now. Like at the yeah. nog and stuff. Oh, yeah, and- yeah, yeah, yeah. We're always like, well, not we, but you guys are always drinking and smoking and partying well, I, and carrying on. I don't drink, basically. Okay. These days. Uh, every now and then, if it's celebratory or socially, you know, like I might have a drink. Okay. But I don't drink, but I did. Okay. I did. Uh, we were, 
Um, for years, we were, you know, we were, we were touring and touring and touring and like, like you're talking 30 days on like two weeks at home, 30 days on like a week home, 45 days. That's the dream though, right? No, it's miserable. (laughs) Touring. I tell like, it's the worst, most horrible, shitty thing that you want to do every day. Okay. It's like you spend the whole tour wishing you were back home. Like, Jesus, why are we doing this? This is fucking awful. Uh, I hate this. I want to go home. And then you get home and you're home for like two days. And you're like, why did we come back (laughs) home? We were there. We were doing it. It's, it's miserable, dude. It's, um, but it's also like it's a life. You either you either like we lost we went through band members. Oh, really? Pretty pretty consistently because like it's n- not a thing everybody's capable of. Built like for, like yeah. you, you either like are really in or you're not. You do it once and you're like, "Oh, this is not what I wanted." You know. Like, this is not, like, just, like, limousines yeah. and cocaine and, you know, bus hookers and shit. <laughs> bus hookers. Like, it's not, it's not that. It's fucking, like, real shitty punk rock, you know, DIY shit, but it's how you make a life. Yeah. So, did you, um, you said you didn't start drinking until, like, 24. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I just didn't have an interest in it. So, when you were touring uh, originally from, like, doing bands and stuff from 16 to 24, you just... Just had no interest in getting fucked up or anything like that. No. Wow. No, wasn't just wasn't my thing. Um, and then what it, changed? If you don't mind my asking. Nothing. I just one day just said like, "All right, that's it." Oh wow! It's not like a like a brilliant revelatory like. There's yeah, there's no, no like, come to Jesus moment. Yeah, or anything. no. I just was like, "Fuck it, man. We're here. We have nothing better to do. I'm just gonna drink." Uh, one time I got so drunk in Delaware, I drank beer because I don't drink beer. Yeah, I'm uh, saying when I do drink, I drink whiskey or or fuck off. Yeah. Um, but uh, the band we were on tour with was like, come drink with us. And they drink they drink beer. They are uh. beer drinking dudes. Uh, and I got hammered on beer on beer. And then tried to walk home from Delaware. <laughs> Where were you living at the time, Billy? We were in Delaware. <laughs> we were, we were. I was to Florida. To, to Florida. I was gonna walk. I knew what you meant. I wanted the listeners to make sure they understood. You guys have all caught up. <laughs> have you? You pieced this together. I thought I could walk. <laughs> From some place in Delaware to Florida. To Florida. <laughs> I mean, and now when I got there, <laughs> I would be in some sort of shape to go like hang out with my kids. <laughs> like if I wasn't just like ragged, like just come here and play with me, children. Pops wants a hug. What? I didn't make it very far. I was just about to. I made it like 18 blocks. <laughs> and then I had to call him and I was freaking the fuck out. I was like, I just want to go home. 
I just want to go home. So please, if you could just, I don't know where I am. It's somewhere Aww. still here. I'm still in Delaware. <laughs> like they didn't know. Yeah, right. Like they like, thought you got further. <laughs> what do you mean you haven't made it past this state? You've been gone 30 minutes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I drank a lot at that point. Yeah. I could drink like one of those 1.75, like the big fucking yeah, yeah. whiskey bottles and still drive. Damn. Yeah. We, we, we were not a band as much as we were just paid alcoholics. Okay. Um, and then... Uh, after that band broke up, uh, I moved to New Orleans. And you can't exist in New Orleans without, without being drinking. a functioning alcoholic. Yeah. Um, so alcohol just got expensive. So like I, I hit my like 30s and I was like, I've done this. So 24 to 30, that's when you were. Yeah. Like, I mean, I still, like I said, like I'll yeah. still drink. I don't like have any. I'm not drinking, you know, like yeah. kind of things, but like, no, I get it. But you were just kind of like, this is it just, yeah, man. Like what, how I've beaten the game, like <laughs> got to the I, end I, of the game. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, then I, I got into my thirties, like 32 or 33. And I was like, I need to see what all these drugs are about. I was just about to ask. It's how did just you get checking into drugs? Out boxes, man. That's what life's about. You Hell got yeah. everybody just, you don't, nobody. The what if game is very fun when you're talking about the lottery. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? It's not great when you're talking about life. Nobody dies going like, I wish I did less. <laughs> that's true. So like, yeah, man, fuck it. Have an adventure. Um, I'm just marking the time. Oh, I, nice. I think I'm going to use that for the clip. Oh, that's fair. That's very, very profound. It's 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 a it's a real it's a real statement. Um, but what, tell me about drugs. But well. Yeah. Tell me about him. Well, see, I had um, like my my weaknesses, my vices were were just it was mostly just like women. I got in a okay. lot of trouble with women. Did you? Oh God damn it, dude! I have lived everybody's fantasy. Whatever your pornographic fantasy is, I have been disappointed by it. <laughs> really? Factual and accurate. Like I, that was actually a thing when I first got into comedy. I like I've not talked much about like yeah I've never the, heard you talk be, about I it. I don't because like when I first started going to mics I'd hear like these fucking nerds talking like uh, fucking nerds yeah no straight up they're fucking nerds and they don't know how to talk to women so it's like yeah this, this girl called me back you know the other day so that's pretty exciting and I'm like I'm like oh. Yeah, man, last week I played a house party and accidentally snorted meth that I thought was cocaine and ended up limp dick at a fucking orgy. <laughs> There's Dude. no way that doesn't sound like bragging to them. Yeah, that's like, David, like, factual and accurate. And I'm like, that just, it just happened, and it wasn't great. It wasn't a fun time. It's embarrassing. Time. Yeah, it really is. It's it, awkward. I've been in just, not that situation, but I've been I've in been. a situation where you're like, I've been in There's every... a few people here, and I'm 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 not performing well. No, I've been there. I'm old. I don't care anymore. It's not happening today. Just um, not gonna happen. Um, but like, yeah, no, I've made tons of bad decisions, like porn stars, burlesque dancers, strippers, 
Fucking every, of- every bad decision you could make. Dude, uh, this is a bit I've been working on, and Blake uh, has the best joke about, like, if the Democrats could attract the youth vote the way that I attract women with daddy issues, they'd never lose a fucking election. Boom! <laughs> like, never. But they can't. <laughs> but they can't. No, but like, yeah, dude, it just, it's a fucking like, so, well, and that, all- that's a, that's a, that's a niche market of crazy. Yeah, you know? it is. So I've done wild shit. What is your favorite out of all the different categories of people you've been with? What is your favorite? The, no, they're all the same. It's okay. a very strippers, burlesque, crazy porn stars. Doesn't matter. Just crazy, crazy women tr- looking at a crazy man. Yeah, that is, that's what this it is, is. It's a real recognized, real situation. <laughs> Like those women, they they see me and they're like, "That dude is spit in my mouth." That is for sure. Yeah, and, and they're right. Yeah, you have those so, vibes. Yeah, I get it. I don't like it. I don't like that. That's a first impression <laughs> I make. So, uh, oh man. <laughs> well, tell me about how you got started uh, into drugs. But well, with drugs, that was it. I was just I wanted to check off more boxes. Okay. I'd like I'd, I'd I'd done a lot of crazy weird sex shit. I drank. All the drinks might as well check off some some boxes. And I actually think it's a smarter move to start doing drugs later in life. Okay, elaborate on that. When you're young, nobody drinks properly. That's true. Nobody learns to drink properly or do drugs properly. It's the same, Yeah, you know, uh, mental disorders. It's... Nobody drinks properly or does drugs properly at 16 or 17 or 18 in your formative years, even into your 20s. Yeah, it's I just agree. greed and hedonism. And yes, just it pure, is. Like your id is just on the fucking loose. Let's do it's, it. It's like, yes. It's the fucking hormone monster on that. What's that yeah. show? Uh, um, fucking, uh, God damn it. Nick Kroll show. Yeah. Big, big mouth. Big mouth. Big mouth. That's real. Um, <laughs> and. Uh, but uh, when you get older, you have enough like reason because I have no prior experiences. I have no prior connections to it. I got smoked weed a couple times. I think I might have done shrooms once. Like, yeah. You know, but like not a lot. Um, and I think when you get to a certain um, like age, you're just like, okay all right, I want to try this. I can do this. Uh, but I also can be smart enough to go, you just do it tonight. We're going to have an adventure. We're hanging out with people. We're doing whatever the drug is. It's going to be great. And then we're not going to do that again for tomorrow. Yeah, for yeah. a while. You're not going to wake up right. and start doing it again. You just have a periodic adventure and you're emotionally like whatever, mentally capable, uh, st- of, capable yeah. of going like, yeah, that is the smart move. That is what this is great, but we don't have to do this. We're treating ourselves. You know, yeah. you like it. And then you get all of the good and very little of the of the bad part. It's true. I never thought about it like that, but when I was doing drugs and drinking and stuff, I was still in those formative years, so it was just like mm-hmm. let's do it all as much as we can right now. It's your first real taste of freedom. Yeah, that's true. That's everybody's first real taste of freedom is those those moments of like pure rebellion of like getting fucked 
up. Yeah. And they have so many positive things associated with that and their brains still fucking figuring out how to wire itself. So like you end up romanticizing. Yeah. yeah. And then it's just bad shit. It's just, you know, you end up like me. Yeah. Going see? to meetings. I don't got to do that. Yeah. Because you waited. You were smart yeah. about it. Uh, but now, and, and also, like, you know, because I'm an adult, like, I know nothing that's happening. Like, if I'm tripping or whatever, like, oh, yeah. That's not real. It's not like None SLC Punk like, where you're, like, yeah. freaking the fuck out. Yeah. Like, I'm cognitive enough to be like, I'm on drugs. Drugs make you, you know, feel away. And. It, and then it's all positive. Yeah. You know, it's just a good time. You've cracked I don't... the code, my friend. Yeah. I'm a professional. I might have to put this episode before everyone else's and just <laughs> retire. Learn, everybody. Yeah. Uh, no, but so, yeah, I really love uh, psychedelics. Okay. Weed is just to, to like, I've been on a tolerance break for the last little bit. Like, last couple months, I've been like, because I was getting, like, I was smoking too much weed. Okay. Uh, and so, you were able to see that and kind of, yeah. Like, so right. I was like, I'm going to chill out. And at this point I'm just like, I'm fine. I'm just going to get stoned and it'll be great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, uh, psychedelics are, are the shit I've done Coke a handful of times. What now, what was your take on Coke? Cause I've had this discussion with a few of my guests. Did you enjoy it or did you not like the jittery feeling it gave you? I mean, I'm, I'm boisterous and loud yeah, to begin with. So it doesn't really like, it's not at like, I'm not getting like suddenly more aggressive. Like that's, <laughs> that's ridiculous. The only so, way like, people could tell when I was on coke was cause I would grind my teeth, which is something I don't normally do. But as far as my volume, my man, that's yeah, all the that's same. That's all the same. So there's not really like, I don't know. It, it's, it's fun. Um, it's definitely a social drug. Definitely. Like, if don't do that by yourself. If you're doing <laughs> coke by yourself, go talk to somebody. <laughs> Seriously, go right now. Turn off the podcast. Switch it to the Bluetooth in the car. Yeah, there and you then go. Fucking get to like a therapy session. You're 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 in woe if you're doing coke <laughs> by yourself. But like, it's a social drug. So like, you know, you're out, you're at a party or you're at a, at a bar or you're at, you know, anything in Daytona. You're yeah. A Waffle House. You're in Daytona. You just, like, you well, just... it's hard because sometimes the syrup on the table makes it stick. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but that's really you got to decide how how, how ma- bad you want it. how moss you're trying to live. <laughs> <laughs> you willing to snort some pancake syrup with your cocaine? That's Southern pride right there, baby. Goddamn right. Oh, man. So put some molasses in that shit. I want to hear more about these road stories because there's some of them I legally can't. Okay. (laughs) You son of a bitch. There is there is definitely some statute of limitations. Well, because as uh, you know, we're all (laughs) comics. We're all trying to come up. And, you know, one of the dreams is to tour doing comedy. And you've toured. Yeah, not for com- comedy though. But you I'm have toured done... the country doing music, which is yeah. you know a similar. Yeah, I've aspect. spent most of my life in bars. Yeah, so it's yes. it's just one of those things where I find it so fascinating because for all of us, that's where we're trying to get. But you've already had it. Yeah. So what is like some good? Let's hear some good like the one of the most fun nights when people fun say, nights when people say, "Hey, Billy." What was being on the road like? How much well, if fun If you're trying was to it? sell them, you're trying to, yeah, we're trying to give them, a yeah. positive spin. Yeah. Because most of my thing is trying to be discouraging. I, know I don't think. Is. 
I'm the it's same for way. most people. I want to get into more negative uh, ones well, after, well, but okay. give well, give we'll me your do, positive. We'll, we'll, all right. Um, I'm waiting for like I was hanging out with Mick Jagger. That is. No, yeah. <laughs> yes, that Beyonce. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, all right. What's a fun one? What's a okay? So. We, this is a fun one um, for me, probably not the rest of the people that were there. <laughs> um, we had almost died in North Carolina that day. Okay. Well, um, now you got to backtrack. How did you almost die in North Carolina? Uh, it's real short and simple. Um, we were going down the steepest incline in the East Coast. It's a 7%. Like, it's just straight, straight down. down. Yeah. And we were doing fine until other cars were were starting to appear on the road. Uh, and then we have to do brakes and stuff. <laughs> and uh, they gave out. Oh, God. As, as they do on as, a 7% as, incline. As they're known to do. Yes. Uh, and so we had to, like, you know, those those things for semi trucks. Yeah. Like the exit, the bo- like yeah. the runaway. Oh, things. yeah, yeah. We had to go down one of those. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And then a, a cop lady pulled, like, <laughs> our buddy Mike, who, who was who was driving and doing the things, he, he had been asleep through all of this. And just, like, it wasn't until we crashed into the dirt piles <laughs> that he was like, what is happening? What the fuck? Wait, man? Mike was driving and he was asleep? No, I was driving. Oh, okay. Uh, so... We crash, and then a cop lady drives by, and she's like, is everybody okay? Everything's cool? Good. Then you should probably move that fucking van right away, because apparently there's a $250,000 fine for associated with, with hitting those runway ramps. Holy because that's shit. how much like they charge to like re-dirt those things or whatever. Um, I could have been fed a load of shit, but... But you moved. That's Yeah, we moved. Uh <laughs> So we had to deal with our brakes, you know, and get those fixed. And the, the the day goes on. It's not pleasant. Uh, and so we play this shithole place in Raleigh. Good crowd. Um, and we're doing our thing. And we are so angry with the state of North Carolina yeah. for trying to kill us. Did we just get a knock? We got a knock at the door. We're going to the police. Stop it. That was not a police knock. Um, we're moving vehicles. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to stop recording. That's fine. Um, what was I talking about? Raleigh, shithole of a. Oh deal. yeah, we're in we're in Raleigh, and it's a shithole. Uh, is everything okay? Good okay. crowd. It's fine. Um, but we we hate North Carolina. Yeah, and so for the entirety of our set. We just keep wishing death upon out loud. To yeah, the we're just like, fuck this state. Fuck North Carolina. Fuck your sports teams. Fuck your mountains. Fuck you guys. You are trying to kill us. You've been trying to kill us all day. 
<laughs> fucking, I hope all of you get raped. Every last one of you. Some guy in the back yells. He's like, I had a bad day too, man. Like there's, they're like, cause they're going nuts. I'm being a dick. And they're just like, they yeah, like I'm spitting in their faces. This was back when you could spit in people's faces. That's it your, was a better time. Um, that was your, that's your positive yeah. story. Yeah. So we're spitting in their faces. Our guitar player, he's cut open his hand at this point playing guitar it was just a thing that happened sometimes okay you know? like it wasn't like a like, but it wasn't like some gg allen shit you yeah, know? yeah. Like he, he just happened to cut his hand on like a saddle or something on the guitar but he's like fuck you just throwing like, blood just on throwing people blood and they're just like yeah that guy's like i had a bad day too man i'd been rambling about this in between like every song about Damn. how much i hate them and that guy says that. I'm just like, that guy had a bad day, too. Probably because he woke up and he realized he lives in fucking North Carolina. <laughs> uh, and then we left. They <laughs> gave us a bunch of drugs. And we did those drugs. And then we left the state of North Carolina. Have you been back? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Plenty of times. We were there. Uh, we took Zach with us. Oh yeah, when you guys did that tour, that was a weird, weird show too. Like none of these stories are exciting to other people. Oh, I find them fascinating. Uh, I just really like that night was fun because we we uh, that was us spitting in the face of death. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's some negative? Oh God, uh, they're all negative. Yeah. Um, I see that. <laughs> it was a blast, man. That's the thing about that show. Like that, it was a packed show. Those people, yeah. like we made like eight hundred bucks in merch sales that night. Jeez. Like, yeah, we were we were doing all right. Um, well, I want to pivot. Speaking of merch sales, you designed my merch yeah, because I you did. do graphic I, design. I did do that. You did do that. I did that. When did you get into graphic design? Same time. Around the same time. Oh, really? Yeah. It was when I got started in music. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you I, I hated something. There were shitty flyers. <clears throat> yeah. I got tired of seeing like a picture of Buddy Christ and like Comic Sans MS with some neon colored Buddy Christ lettering. I was, it was awful. I was like, I could do better. Yeah. Than that. And so I just, and then I didn't. I didn't do better <laughs> for years. <laughs> well, because you're awesome at it now. I'm all right. I'm all right. I, uh, it, it, it has, uh, I make money. So yeah. that's, you know, I guess, I guess I'm competent. Uh, I'm, this is terrible. I'm not good at these parts of, of these kinds of things where like, but you're good at a thing. And I'm like, I don't, yeah, I guess. Sh- uh, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> What's that over there? Run. Just run away. <laughs> run away. Well, what do you prefer more? Um, the uh, the like steadiness and the stability of doing graphic design or the, the chaos of touring and doing music and comedy? Well, I mean, part of the reason that I have this job now that, you know, that I that I'm able to do this is uh, because I, I didn't want a real job. Yeah. Like I don't I like uh, we were touring and doing all the things I wanted something that I could like 
do anywhere do like i've i've never really worked in an office or anything like that it's all been like remote okay well before yeah all the remote stuff i was i was the head of graphic design for fair villa for like years i don't know if really yeah like yeah for like three or four years four years five really something yeah that sounds like a big, oh, like wow. almost like hoity-toity corporate position. Yeah, I would not I expect to see Never went into you. an office. I, yeah, I was the head of graphic design for a multi-million-dollar company, <laughs> Billy Myers, and I did it in my underpants <laughs> in my bedroom, making dildo billboards. <laughs> I almost uh, got business cards because I, I I had a gig with uh, the Sausage Castle for like yeah. a month. They hired me. Uh, to do graphic design for them. And then they fucking like never gave me any work. Oh, really? Yeah. And like instead the guy like the dude, the Mike Busey, which they're perfectly nice people. It wasn't yeah. any like we've like, talked. They've actually come up before on this show. Yeah, they're cool people, man. Um, but like they just wanted me to come into the 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 fucking the compound. Yeah. Uh, they kept trying to like you should come in and do the work here. And I was like, that's not the deal. I need to be my underpants. I don't put my pants on for shit. I'm staying home, and I'm gonna make your stupid doodles. And we're, that's so. I just it didn't work out. But at the time, like between Fair Villa and that, I I was tr- gonna get business cards that just said "smut designer." <laughs> it's like I found a niche. <laughs> the smut designer. Mm-hmm. Do you need to sell sex toys in your establishment? I know how to make it look nice. <laughs> Photoshop, baby. Just get a Buddy Christ on yeah. there. Buddy Christ holding a big black dildo. I wonder if that train is getting picked up. I hope so. I hope <laughs> they can hear that. It's a metaphor. It is, isn't it? It's a metaphor for how terrible this is going. It's going well. I assume everything's going poorly. I know. And then I'll listen to it later and be like, that wasn't terrible. It still wasn't good, though. Well, out of everyone we've had on the show, you're probably up there as far as being out on the road. Well, I mean, what? Well, because like, like I've had Matt Fulcheron on who tours across the country. He's toured all over the world with Tom Segura. But a lot of the comics I have on are like local comics, like Orlando, Jacksonville, Miami. Yeah, but like Savannah, Blaylock's toured, hasn't he? Yeah, but I th- what I'm saying is you have you had Ziola from- on yet? Yeah, He's Ziola done tours. Touring. Yeah, huh? but you he tours you- with Habersat. Yeah, sweet, sweet, sweet. I just got rejected from his festival. That was cool. It's all right, man. I've- <laughs> he slept at my house, and I got rejected from his festival. <laughs> like. No, but it is an it's, awesome. I mean, he's got a, it, it's a badass event. Like, yeah, I understand. Yeah, me too. I'm why totally. I'm not on it? Like everybody's JT. Like I've opened for him. I've Have opened really? for Habitat. Like yeah, like three or four times now. Like I've hung like when Kanane was at was in Gainesville. Yeah. It was like me and Habitat and like the girl I was dating at the time. And Kanane and the guitar player from uh, Against Me was there. Wow. In just like Lucy's, closed down. Just hanging Nobody out. Nobody else was there. How did that happen? Because 
Haversat invited me. Oh, okay. I was going to leave, and he was like, hey, man, we're all going to Lucy's, so see you over there? All right. Cool. Not going to say no. Fuck yeah. Damn, man. I know Haversat through Fulford as well, because okay. they, they've toured together. Yeah. Well, it's just because you've toured longer than all of us. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, even like the yeah, people I'm, you mentioned, I'm old. They, I'm old. I've been doing they this. Tour. A they long do tour, time. but you've been touring since. So you were got in bands when you were 16. When did you get signed? Like, when did you start touring? We started like when I was like 18. Okay. When we like that was when we really started like touring, touring. Like we'd done some like, you know, weekenders or like, yeah. like five days or whatever that kind of thing. But like when when I hit 18, we really started going. So you just harder and then it would it started out like you'd go on like, you know, two or three, like 10 day, two week tours, you know, a year. Always in a van. Yeah. Always in a van. And then um, you you would uh, like slowly progress. And by the by the time the the band I was in that that had the most success, I guess um, we were touring every six months. We were putting 90 days on the road. Okay, so that's what you were talking about earlier, yeah. like the thirty days on the road, and then two yeah, weeks like off we 30. we were touring like, yeah, like that's a hundred and eighty days a year. Yeah, that's more than half the year. <laughs> that's a lot. That's yeah, and we all had like girlfriends and wives and kids and shit. It was terrible. It was How was a, that trying to when? Because you have kids, correct? Yeah, I have, I have, I have, I have daughters uh, because uh, there is no God. <laughs> I've paid people to murder babies. Oh, God, for a second. Not really. Take a moment. It's a thinker. That was an abortion joke. Not a joke, though. No. Really have. Like seven or eight of them. Oh, my God. You lose count after a while. Jeez. Stops mattering. Oh, my God. Blake, you're up next. Four, Four or five of them. We're with the same woman. Like, how what? adamant do you have to be about not having a child with someone? Like, ugh. I'm a bad person. That's what I'm That's getting what at. That's what you're trying to say? That's what I'm getting at. How was it um, having kids and being on the road? Is that... It's hard, dude. Yeah, it I was going to say. It's, it's like, I'm not brutal. trying to, like... like well, we, we... The crazy touring, like, when we started going hard, hard, hard on touring was, like, kind of a, kind of a, like, a last-ditch... Thing. Like we had hit a point where we had been doing the band a while and we toured some and we were kind of fucking around and we, we just got to a point where it was like, look, let's take a year. One fucking year. We'll go hard in the paint. Like we're going to go as hard as we possibly can. And if we're no further along, call it quits. Yeah. We're, we, there's no harm in accepting failure. We have earned, you know, that my, my, my old man used to say, uh, if you, if you, um, if you work your ass off in school, you're you're taking a math or science or whatever the fuck, and you study, and and you bust your ass and you make a D and you still fail that fucking class, you earned that failure. Yeah. Be proud. You did the best you could. And so that was where we were at. We were like, fuck it, we'll go. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. And so we started going. We we had to have those conversations, and I to- I tried to talk everybody out of it. Did you really? I, I was. I was looking. I was like, "This is what is going to happen. It is going to suck. The, you are going to miss your your You're family. Saying, yeah. Like we're gonna be poor. We're gonna, you know all the things." 
And, but uh, nobody was hearing nah, it. They, they, were still, they were still gung-ho, so we, we did the damn thing. Then, what happened? Um, you left us on this cliffhanger. It's it's a very long and dumb story, but the bottom line is we had been DIY for with that band. We had been DIY forever. We started having management. Uh, management didn't do a good job. Best way to keep hands out of a cookie jar is to smash it. Yeah. So that's what we did. Smashed it. Fuck um, yeah. Rock and motherfucking roll. Here's a, hey, All right. I got a positive story. Okay. All right. Um, Take us home. Positive story. All right. So uh, do you, are you familiar with the band Clutch? No. Not okay. Not. Great band. They're from, uh, they're from uh, Maryland. Everybody check it out. Uh, Clutch. They're well known. If you, yeah. So anyway, Clutch. Um, we went on tour with this band called A Thousand Knives of Fire. Um, and their drummer, Kenny, uh, he's dead now. Um, he uh, went to high school with their drummer. He's, de- he's dead. He's fucking <laughs> dead. He was dying and he, now he's dead. <laughs> okay. He's, uh, he would have laughed. Uh, yeah. He's a he's a he was a sweet man, a uh, very good drug dealer. Um, anyway, so Kenny went to high school with the drummer from Clutch, okay. and so we were on tour. We were stopping by Maryland. We were playing a show, and those dudes happened to be in town, so he they came out. Got it. Then, for whatever reason, those guys uh, really. I don't know. They were not besties or anything like that. But but if they were in town, we saw them at frequently. Yeah, if we were in Maryland, and they were they were there. We'd go one time. We uh, we went and ate cake with those guys at three in the morning. The do you are you familiar with the show Ace of Cakes? Yes. Duff. Yes. So the secretary redhead. Okay. That's the singer from Clutch's sister. Really? Yeah. So we all end up in the Ace of Cakes warehouse. At three in the morning. Yeah. Exactly as drunk as that sentence warrants. <laughs> um let me tell you, fondant, not that great. The cake. The, the, yeah, the, the cake itself was delightful. The, the gummy fondant stuff they use instead of like just a cream frosting. Yeah. It's garbage. Yeah, I don't like it's, it I either. don't like it. I get why they use it. It's all artsy. And yeah, you, you could design different yeah, things. And yeah. Doesn't taste great. No. But Not the cake itself was good. Yeah. Once you got in the guts. That's that. So that was cool. That's awesome. We got to hang out with like we had weird things like that. We hung out with. Um, Sean Usalt yeah, from White some, Zombie. Let's do some more name dropping. Uh, Pepper from Corrosion and Conformity one time at a bar in New Orleans. Was this li- when you were living in New Orleans? No, no. This was this was just just traveling through. I would uh, I would book tour dates because a girl I was fucking <laughs> lived out there. Okay, and I you later booking- en- I later ended up moving out there. Okay. For said lady. How did that go? Not well. <laughs> my my friend Danny, um, she 
she we were talking about some shit and she was talking about one of her friends and she was like that's life advice you need to have you don't put your dick in crazy and you don't move places for a, for a partner you didn't listen to either. I was like, I will. I I exclusively make those bad decisions. I moved to New Orleans for a woman. Uh, I moved to Pittsburgh. Did you really for a fucking woman? I moved Pittsburgh. to Fort Myers one time for a fucking woman. That was a terrible mistake. That's the one I regret the most. Fort Myers. <laughs> oh man. Well. And crazy women at that. Again, any women, it's, it's that, that's not like, that's not one of those bullshit, like, like, you know, that bitch was crazy. No, but you mean. Most of them were good people. Like, I'm crazy as well. Yeah. You are pretty nuts. Yeah. I'm fucking batshit, bro. Yeah. Uh, But that, that's a, uh, the, the only women who are going to date this (laughs) are also crazy. Yeah. That shit, if, as it were. Yeah. Well, this is fun, man. This is this was. Uh, I feel so bad for how much editing you're gonna have to do. I'm not editing anything to squeeze out a good episode of your program. I'm old. I called it a program. The listeners know, man. They your love radio it. program is very delightful. Well, thanks for coming on. Plug everything one more time. Where can I people find you? You didn't plug anything up top. That was my fault. I, I'm, was not gonna, I'm not going to plug anything at the end either. I have nothing uh, to sell any of you. Uh, there's, no, there's, no, there's no podcast I run. There's no <laughs> shitty comedy night for you to come out to. I'm not booked <laughs> on any fucking show. Wait, isn't there that one? There's something probably happening at the Nog that I'll be at if you feel like it. Um, well, this not, isn't live. They're not gonna hear it, but like, yeah, there's always something there. Bring, bring me drugs. How about that? There's a plug. Give me drugs. Beautiful. Well, thank you, Billy, so much for doing the show. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll talk to y'all next week. Bonus. So I know we ended the episode, but we're coming back because as soon as we turn the mics off. Billy said, oh, damn, I should have told you the story about the time I robbed a hooker in Cincinnati. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I did. I did say that. How did that happen? Okay. So this is a tour story. Um, I, I, all right. Here, before I say this, I, uh, I told this uh, one time on uh, somebody's podcast who I will not name names because we don't speak of evils. Um. <laughs> And they didn't want to air it because of how, like, horrible a person I am. Really? Well, this is at the end of the yeah. episode, and so, it's called okay. X Drinking Buddy. Everyone knows what they're getting themselves yeah. into. So, okay, we had been on a tour at that point for about two weeks. Um, we didn't know our van was dying Okay, at, at that point, yeah. but we were losing money because, like, we were, like, I don't know, leaking gas or whatever the fuck was happening, but we were not getting... Uh, we were spending too much money. Okay. So we were we were in a bit of a dire strait at that point. We were we were at a shitty bar in Cincinnati. We we were we were debating whether we were gonna turn around and start heading home. Back to Florida yeah, or are you gonna keep yeah, going? Or if we were gonna try and try and finish it off. Um How much do you have left of the tour? You've already been out for two weeks. Two more weeks. Two more weeks. Yeah. Um maybe a week and a half, but what that's semantics. Um, but, uh, we, so 
we play the show. I think I got so drunk that I was singing the Humpty Dance, which R.I.P. Uh, Shorty. <laughs> uh, um, uh, uh, God damn it, I'm high now. Um, the singer from from Digital Underground died recently. Oh, did he? Yeah. Uh, 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 Fuck. Now I can't remember. Yeah, I know. I know his fucking name, dude. I I I love the Digital Underground so fucking much. Um, but anyway, yeah. Please look that I'm up. I'm gonna be up. embarrassed yeah. and mad. Um, Continue. I'll look it up. Now, now I'm just lost in this. So yeah, I think I got drunk enough that I was singing the Humpty Dance while throwing. Uh, bar stools at random audience members. Um, in- Throwing bar stools? Yeah. I, 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 I didn't care for Shock this. Shock G. Shock G. R.I.P. Shock G. Fucking, he's a good man. Um, so, yeah, I'm singing the Humpty Dance, throwing bar stools at audience members. Um, our bass player at the time he had been flirting with a woman all night. Um, she wasn't ugly. She wasn't good looking. Right there in that middle. She spot. was. She was too good looking to be talking to him. Okay. So she goes. She says she's got to go do a thing. She's gonna come back, and we can crash at her house. Oh, wow. So you really made progress. Yeah. So that's cool. Great. They're doing their thing. Um, she goes She goes away. In the meantime, a homeless man has wandered into the bar and is referring him to himself in the third person. His name was Hawkeye. That's how I know his name was Hawkeye because he always said it. Like, it's always third person. Just like, Hawkeye thinks. Yeah. Hawkeye. Hawkeye thinks y'all boys sound pretty good for for me not running sound. And then he like throw dollar bills. He had like a thousand dollars in ones, even though he was homeless. It was really weird. And uh, he won't leave at the end of the night. He won't leave. So the bar owner, Krusty. Yes. <laughs> uh, so the bar owner's trying to kick him out, and he's also trying to be really nice to us at the same time, like because he knows this wasn't a good gig for us. Yeah, like, and he's just like, "It's totally gonna be better next time. You guys are gonna be great. You're just like, I hope, you know, I hope you come back soon." And just like, and he's at the same time yelling at uh, Hawkeye to leave. So he's, like, "I hope you guys are." Doing well, and you know, you, you have a safe rest of the tour, and like, hit me up. You can come back and get the fuck out. Get the fuck out of here, bro. I'm not gonna fucking tell you again. Please, guys, just you know. <laughs> so that happens, and eventually, Krusty beats the shit out of Hawkeye. Oh, just shit. Boot stomps him. Did not see that coming. Yeah, seventy-year-old fucking homeless man. And then, like, he's watching the rest of this. Like, we've started filming it at this point. Yeah. Like, we had one of those, like, shitty old, like... Shoulder mount ca- cameras? Yeah. No, not even that. Like, the, the little handhelds. Oh, okay. But it was just, like, one of those shitty, like... Grainy video, yeah. yeah. Not great. Uh, and we're we're filming it at this point because it's fucking hilarious. And uh, he's... Brothers and sisters... Everybody's just watching this happen. Brothers and sisters... Hawkeye's been accosted. You gotta help Hawkeye. 
Hawkeye's got twenty dollars and says one of you will take him to White Castle. As he's getting the shit kicked out of him? No, this is after. He's now just, like, not leaving. So, like, we thought about it because that $20 sounded good. But then we were, like, afraid he was going to, like, see the inside of our van, which we had a better van at that. You know, it was nice on the inside. And we were just, like, afraid he was like, ooh. Hawkeye Hawkeye likes your couches. Where are you going? (laughs) Can Hawkeye come too? Hawkeye gets lonely. Sometimes Hawkeye longs for a good book and a deep cry. Hawkeye hates Woody Allen but loves Alan Alda. Hawkeye finds this ironic. I've I've gotten too far with this. Uh, <laughs> um, finally, they get up. Like he he realizes we're filming and he's like, "Go jerk off with your faggot camera, cops!" Like. Jesus. Yeah, and they'd had enough. They're like, okay, Hawkeye, you got to go. And they finally scurry him off. The lady comes back. Oh, yeah. She said she had some stuff to do. She she said that she uh, failed a breathalyzer on the drive back, which is nice. Yeah. she she didn't explain why the officer let her go, but I have some inclinations some theories <laughs> they involve a second breathalyzer <laughs> um so she comes back and as we're going to leave me and like the drummer we didn't want to go to this lady's house we were like this is this is weird i don't i'm not yeah. good with this and uh R- rob is dead set on it though because rob doesn't get laid so he's excited um, and then Krusty, bar owner who just beat the shit out of a, a, of a homeless man. Homeless man. Yeah, he he look he looks at us and he goes, "Hey, hey guys, just uh, just be careful, okay? Cause, uh, cause she's a hooker. Oh, <laughs> he straight told you. Yeah, and we're all we're all fucked up. We're all hammered, but like the rest of us are just clear enough to just be like, oh no, Rob's gonna get something itchy. Yeah." And Rob is just like, I'm going to bang a whore, all right. Yeah. He's like fucking in it. And um, so we're driving, and he gets in the car with her, and then she's fucking doing 100 miles an hour down these, like, fucking, and so we're trying to follow her in our shitty van. And we're getting angry about it. Yeah. You know, we're like, God damn it, this is, this is awful. Uh, and then... This is how things worked. This is this is how you know you're bad people. Um, because what will always happen in adventures is I will say something horrible. Or somebody else will say something horrible. Yeah. And then what should follow is a no, no, no. We no, can't do we that. We can't do that. But instead, there's an... Ad- addition like yeah and good at improv um good at improv and then the third person people good at improv third person should be the voice of reason now going like no no but instead they just go i got nothing going on (laughs) so that's how 
That's how these things always spiral out of control. Spiral out of control. And in this particular instance, we're in the van. Rob's with the with the hooker, and we're driving down these roads. And drummer drummer goes, "We need to make this worth our while." And that sentence is creepy. Yeah. So you should go. I don't know what you're thinking, but we're not doing that. Uh. Again, that's what you should say. That's what you should say. But instead I said, let's rob her. And then (laughs) our guitar player, our other guitar player, was in the back seat and he just did this. He just leaned into the front seats and just went, yes, (laughs) yes. So we get to her house and... They immediately drink all of the beers that are in her fridge. Jeez. Uh, She pours herself a novelty, like, punch bowl-sized brandy snifter. Like, she's got a white Russian in that. Yeah. Like, just a punch bowl-sized white Russian. She set that on the coffee table. I'm sitting here. There's uh, our drummer there. Her table punch bowl of white Russian She's flirting with Rob on the couch over there. Danny's over there. They've got a, a, a fishing tackle box that is filled with weed and weed accessories. Okay. Uh, we smoke all of that. We do all of our drugs. Then uh, I start ashing cigarettes into her novelty size oh. white Russian. I'm just bold-faced, just tapping them in i've smoke about five cigarettes doing that everybody's laughing she's not paying attention oh god so she doesn't see it happening but everybody else does and it is a giggle fest (laughs) she and then at one point uh our drummer because he did chewing tobacco he does exactly what you think he does oh Uh, he doesn't he grabs the bowl and he's just like and he just like loogies oh. all that dip loogie into her drink. Now we're dying laughing. Uh, my ribs hurt at this point. We are laughing so hard at this. She then goes like, what's everybody laughing about? Like, nothing, nothing. And she's looking at this point. Nothing. We're just we're just kind of staring at your drink. As you're ashing. And I ash right into it with her looking at me. This is not my fault anymore. (laughs) She could have gone, well, that's a dick move. And then like we poured it out. Yeah, right. She didn't. Oh, no. She said, well, pass it here. And she chugs it. She chugs it like (laughs) dripping down like the whole thing. That makes me want to throw up. It should. It's <laughs> real gross. It's really gross. And she did that. So. She leaves the room. We're assuming to throw up. Because that's what I'd do. Yeah. Uh, she comes back in a new outfit. Kind of makes me think she definitely threw up. She comes back out and and in that chaos of that moment, uh, 
me and Wade. I shouldn't say his name. Me and me and Waderin, right? Warren, bleep it. Um, <laughs> but me and that drummer, uh, we 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 made our plan, right? Uh, and uh, the the lady comes back out. We say, uh, "Oh, you know, it's kind of." You know, we need to get going. Yeah, it's getting kind of late. We got well. We got to drive over to to Illinois. We're supposed to meet up with our friend. We got a long drive. You know, whatever. So we 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 start leaving. She seems bummed out, in like a sad, sad and alone kind of way. Just don't go. It's like Chris Farley, except she was the like Chris Farley leaving, and the hookers still there. Like, please don't leave me alone. Like yeah. that kind of. Um, so we're leaving, we get out the door and Rob, I shouldn't say his name. He won't care. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, you said his name this whole story. Yeah, it's fine. I, sh- I should change his name, but he's a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> he's a, he's like a six foot nine Puerto Rican dude who is afraid of everything. Oh, wow. And mildly retarded. Um, functional, I guess is the. Is the proper term. Proper term. He's a functioning retard. <laughs> oh uh, so you don't say they wouldn't <laughs> air the episode. He, uh, I don't care about any of the words. I've been paid to say all of the I know, words. I know. Um, no, I'm talking about that other podcast you're oh, talking about. Yeah, they definitely, they didn't air it. <laughs> um, so we get outside and Rob is pissed. He's just like, you cock-blocking motherfuckers. You are the worst kind of scum. This is the third time you've done this kind of bullshit. I'm sick of it. I'm going to get on a Greyhound. I'm going to go home. I'm tired of this shit. And I go, Rob, now's not the time to, to argue. We need to get in the van and go right now. What? What? What's up? What happened? We... We just robbed a, a hooker for $180. <laughs> That's all you got? We stole it out of her purse while she was throwing up. Oh, my God. In all that chaos, we just kind of just went. And it saved the tour. It saved the tour. Yeah. We leave. We get like I told I tell that to Rob. I'm like, we need to get in the van. We just robbed a hooker for $180. And he's just like, oh, shit, get in the van. Some nigga named Big Tony's going to kill us. Run. There's just five fat people running into a van in slow motion and then having to like Austin Powers our way out out of a of an apartment parking <laughs> lot. <laughs> all while still like being adrenaline down of just like we gotta go. We get outside the state and the van dies. Because oh, no. as I'd mentioned it was on its it, last it legs. It was on its last legs. We didn't know it at the time, but it dies. It dies on the side of the highway. Um, we call AAA. They're on their way. They're doing the thing. And uh, again, this is how you know you're bad people. Somebody said, man, what if she realizes we robbed her and she's like coming this way to get us? Oh, God. And then I said, not, no, that's not, 
they just she just called the cops. That would be rational. Yeah. But instead, I said, uh, "Yeah, man. Then we could kill her and take her car." Oh my god! And then we all high fived. We all just high fived, just like, "Yeah, she's dead inside already. Fuck it, we're gonna kill a whore." That's the end of that story. <laughs> This like uh, the the triple A guy got there a little while later, and I had peed on the tire of the van, and he just laid in a puddle of it while he figured out what was wrong, and oh, I just kept going God. like, "Hey guys, guys, remember what was there a second ago? He's laying in my pee." <laughs> Billy, you truly are. I'm a, a bad person. <laughs> I'm the devil. I, Oh, well, I'm glad I we turned the mic back on for that. I, that was I, a good story. I skate by on charm. That is, I am seriously a bad person. <laughs> well, thank you again for doing the show. I'm glad we turned the mics back yeah, on. All right, fair enough. Now you've got a good story that, that is going to get me in so much trouble. So much trouble. I'm cancel-proof. I'll say it. <laughs> thank you, everybody, for listening. <laughs>